matter how good life is at the moment, it is never complete. As long as we live, there is always more to live for. As long as I have breath, my work is not yet done. This is how St. Paul lived. He didn't remain comfortable or complacent in the present. He always strained toward what lay ahead. Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have laid hold of it, but one thing I have laid hold of, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward I press on toward the goal, toward the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. The expectation of what lay ahead fueled St. Paul. It drove him. That expectation of something better, something more complete than what he had in the present. If we don't have expectation something that we're striving for, we're not really living. Life has to move forward. We can't just stay still and exist mindlessly day after day. If we stay still, we're dead. But even though we're wired to want more and expect more, experienced many disappointments. I am never the person I want to be. I keep making mistakes and often the same mistakes over and over. No matter what I do, things are never quite right. No matter how hard I try, things just don't change. After a while, we are tempted to give up and lower our expectations. I see so many people living with lowered expectations. They just accept whatever life gives them and throws at them. This is the very issue that the community James was writing to uh, was facing. When his community first met Christ, they received the good news with joy. It excited them. It gave them some new hope. The good news for them was that Christ would come again. Now, what does that mean? Christ coming again meant that God would come and make all things right. No one knew exactly what this looked like, but this phrase evoked this kind of hope that somehow God would come and restore everything how it should be. No more suffering. No more tears. No more undue hardship. This idea of Christ coming again, it raised their expectations. They expected this would come soon. That was the good news. Soon, all your troubles will be over. 
And so this hope, it gave them energy. It excited them. It gave them a new orientation in life. But then one year passed and another and another. And over the years, nothing really changed. All that hope and expectation they had didn't really come to be. Their lives were just as difficult. Grew disappointed and disillusioned. They began to lose their expectation that God would come and make all things right. So, in that context, James is telling them not to lose heart. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. lose heart. Do not lose faith. The foundation of hope is faith. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is belief in the thing that you hope for. And without faith, there is no hope. Without faith, Hope is merely wishful thinking. For hope to have any power, you need to believe that it will happen. In that sense, faith and hope are deeply connected. Hope is what you expect or desire. It's really what's in your heart and what you want. Faith is the belief that We need dreams and hopes to fuel our lives. Hope is like that energy. It's the engine. It's what propels us. But we need faith to keep those hopes and dreams alive. Adam Kim said a few weeks ago, no dreams, no life. Right? No faith. lived his whole life believing that God would fulfill his promises. Toward the end of his life, this is what he said. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Through all the struggles and oppositions and hardships he faced, St. Paul kept the faith his belief that God would make all things right. Keeping the faith was like a fight and an arduous race. Realize, faith is not faith because it's easy. Faith is faith because it's a struggle. Faith cannot exist without struggle. We can struggle without faith but we cannot have faith without struggle. Right from the beginning, God promised Abraham that he would have a son. And Abraham received this kind of uh, promise, vision, when he was 75 years old, after he lived a whole life. And he had this promise, and he believed it. But for many years, nothing happened. 
Abraham struggled to keep his belief in that promise. He wavered in his uh, belief at times, and that's why he made decisions based on his doubts and uh, went through challenges. He was tested many times before that promise finally came true. By the end of his life, his faith was call him Father Abraham in that children's songs and things like that because he is the father of faith. Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to them this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Faith has the power to move mountains. Faith keeps our hopes alive. Faith overcomes disappointment. Faith keeps on believing even when there's no reason to. Faith is the most precious and powerful gift because it keeps us going when nothing else will. Ask for this faith more than anything else. We need belief that our hopes will come true. The most basic foundational Christian hope is that ultimately God will make all things right. That is our eschatology, our theology of and things of our final destiny. In the end, doesn't matter what else happens, God will make everything all right. If you truly believe this, then this hope gives you power for life. You don't need to worry, because in the end, God will make all things right. You don't need to fear, because God Your own hopes and expectations may not come to pass or may come to pass, but it's okay because in the end, God will make everything all right. You can be free to dream and strive toward your expectations because whatever happens, God will make all things right. It's a powerful, powerful hope. up our expectations because we lose belief that they will be fulfilled. We are cynical and jaded because we don't believe. We can get angry at our circumstances. That anger is usually a reaction to our loss of belief that things will be okay. What do you really want in your life? What does God want Questions. We've stopped dreaming because deep down we've lost belief. Our dreams are not dead. They are merely dormant, buried deep underneath because of our lack of faith. They are waiting to be unlocked by faith. They are waiting to emerge and 
and be voiced and articulated. Friends, I believe that our struggle for faith is the spiritual battle of our lives today. The currents that kill belief are so strong. We get swept along by these currents of unbelief, pessimism, cynicism. But my friends, I don't want to merely be a victim of these currents. I want to fight and keep hope with the power of faith. time ago, soon after uh, we got married, uh, we went to D.C., and uh, uh, we went to, to the Rocky Mountain areas, uh, and we watched the sockeye salmon. Have you heard that? Uh, they were trying to get back to their birthplace. So out on the west coast, uh, they are born um, high up in the mountains, in the kind of lakes and rivers, and uh, after spending a bit of time there, they eventually make their way down to the sea, to the ocean, and they spend a few years there, and and then, assuming they're not eaten by predators or caught by humans for sushi, um, at some point, they start to make their way back. It's a final arduous journey back to their place of birth. So they have to enter uh, the river against the current. Because the river is coming down strongly, mightily. They go against it. And then they have to go and climb up and up and up. So they have to jump over rocks, over beaver dams, uh, over a lot of things. And as doing so, they, they thrash against the rocks because their bodies like crash hard into them. And some of them, their bodies get mangled or torn up. Even their eyes get ripped out. And so there was like a viewing area where we can actually see where this is taking place. And often the first time, second time, it doesn't, it, it fails. They, they jump and they get swept back. So they have to go swim again and jump back up. Many times, and I mean, there was, there was a crowd of us, and we were vocally cheering. You know, whenever a, a salmon made it, we're like, yeah! <laughs> and then we're, we were literally cheering, let's go, you can do it! I mean, it was so inspiring, and, and we were filled with awe at the fight to get up there. I mean, some people were uh, tearing up uh, at just how determined able to make it, and then they get swept back up. But there's those fish that do make it, and they enter the calm waters of the river, lay their eggs, and they die. All of that arduous struggle and effort and birth in the river. It's so beautiful. You know what a beautiful life is? that refuses to stop believing. It's not about how great your dreams and expectations are. I mean, everyone, uh, your dreams and expectations are so unique to who you are, your life experiences, and all that. What is most beautiful is not the size of your dreams, but the amount of fight you have to keep believing.
believing in them. Faith that believes against all the odds. Mary was just a teenage girl. She didn't have a job. But but God revealed to her the most unimaginable vision. She would give birth to the Savior of the world. She wasn't even thought that such a vision is ludicrous and ridiculous. But Mary, she had deep faith. She believed. Her response knew no boundaries. Let it be with me according to your word. Our response to the dreams that God should be with such memories inspired by model the greatest temptation for us is to give up belief that our expectations and hopes are true it's so easy to give into this temptation because our experience in the world makes it so James says this to his community. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Keep the faith and you will receive the crown of life. You will truly live. My problems don't go away no matter how hard I try. I get down. When things stay the same no matter what I do, I get discouraged. My faith starts to waver. I start to feel shaken and lose hope. But I don't want to live life without hope. I want to keep fighting to believe. Until my dying days, my final breath, I want to fight the good fight. I want to run the race. And I want to keep the faith. Advent is a season of expectation. We wait expectation for the coming of Christ, God, to make all things new. Right now, things are not all new. It's still cold. The snow is running. The days are short. The nights are long. We rekindle our belief that God is the deepest desire and longings of your heart. It's that God sent his son Jesus to believe that God 
will make all things right in your life. If you don't believe, ask God for that faith. Keep the faith. 